DJ Playboy. <laughs> What's good, Josh? You're me, DJ Playboy, back with another edition of the Perfect Talk Podcast. And I do no episode, not one, without my dog, my partner, my Girl, man. scream like I'm Keith. What to do, Bradley? I'm doing good. <laughs> it's all good. I, I, you know, I can't complain too much. Yeah. Ain't nothing, ain't nothing, man. Yo, it's crazy. We, we actually let the audience in recording on Zoom right now for the first time. I don't know why that intro, I do it every episode, but it felt different because I, I could see myself. I got the, the stage lighting on and everything. Hell yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man, Um, let's get right into it, man. It's been a crazy, 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 crazy week <laughs> with everything going on in uh, just the world. Um. And Keith, you recently had a kid, so you joined the uh, the bad pullout game gang. <laughs> you know? Yeah, and uh, <laughs> I guess the newest member would be uh, Joe Biden <laughs> with the yeah. worst pullout game <laughs> in recorded history <laughs> with the pullout of, Af- of American troops in Afghanistan. Twenty years, twenty year war, twenty year war. Man, they they enticed my man Keith to join the army during these times. They enticed uh, uh, <laughs> my boy Speck. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you come fight for your country, go to Afghanistan. Twenty year war, and and the Taliban took it back in a week. <laughs> they waited us man. out. They waited us out. And hey, yo, that is, I I believe Joe Biden when he said, "Yo, I, I didn't." I didn't know I couldn't do that. <laughs> when he said, yo, I knew it was going to be bad, but I didn't know it was going to be like that. And I, I believe him when he says that. And I don't I don't know who he got working for him. I don't even know if they have the, the skill or the capabilities to know, to be able to have seen what happened. That shit, that shit is crazy, bro. Like, Taliban, it was like, yo... <laughs> They was ready. They was ready. They they was ready. They said, "Yo, they can't stay here forever. We gonna be here, and we gonna we gonna train our kids uh, to to be ready when this happens, just in case I'm not around when they pull out." And they pulled out, and the president said, "Uh, no." He said, "I ain't, I ain't dealing with this shit. I want no parts of this." <laughs> president, the president of Afghanistan just bounced. It could be our country. It could be our country. We'll share it. We'll keep it at my house. <laughs> yeah, yeah, word. <laughs> no, but like you said, insurgents uh, stormed across the country, capturing all major cities in a matter of days as Afghan security forces that were trained by the U.S. and the allies said exactly what you just said. I want no parts of this. Like, yo, y'all got it. <laughs> um, and, you know, you hear stories. You hear horror stories of allies uh translators people that worked with american soldiers for years being punished killed in the street uh people just storming in their houses um women are being forced back to um throw away all the progress that has been made in that country um for women they don't know exactly what the state of that will be um because i believe women are now allowed to go to school um they're allowed to educate themselves they they might not have to cover themselves from head to toe um they're allowed to be outside without without a man um it possibly might go back to that way um, and you told me, and you know, I've heard other places about a video of people falling from the sky from a U.S. military plane as they were trying to like take off. Have you seen that video? You're the- yeah, the last. Yeah, I saw the video. Uh, last I saw it, they weren't able to confirm whether the thing falling from the airplane was a person. Uh, so I don't know, but they think it might be a person. Like some, like the plane taking off, and somebody's like, "Take me with you," and grabbing onto the plane. Well, yeah, because I seen pictures of people all, like yeah. all standing on the plane, like mad people just on the plane yeah. and holding on to stuff. <laughs> So I'm like, the plane was like, yeah, we got to go. We got to take off. Like, apparently, that's nuts, bro. <laughs> um, yeah, and, and there's no way for the pilot. I don't think there's a way for the pilot to know somebody's hanging on to it. You know exactly. what I mean? Like, 
Exactly. Yeah. But they got that's um and what I don't crazy. know what the game plan was there, right? What was the end game? Like that's how bad motherfuckers want to get out. Like it's that's nuts. Yeah. Um yeah. but they don't but there's and there's still troops on the ground there. There's still allies, there's still reporters that are like trapped there. Yeah. And is that's the crazy part about it. Like there's I'm there's all types of stories coming out this week about reporters and their encounters with the Taliban and what they've had to do, you know what I mean? And um some were better than others and you know what I mean, some not so good. It's just it's it's a crazy situation. Afghanistan, I guess, remains undefeated in war because this is nuts. Yeah, it's crazy. I wonder if there was a way. I know if it was a lot of politics, so he announced, hey, we're going to be out of Afghanistan by X, Y, Z. Yeah, that seems like a bad plan right yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. Giving them the heads up on that. Yeah, I was out. I- I don't know if there's a way to just kind of ease people out and then announce it when pretty much when you're pretty much ready to bounce. Like just to like the Taliban had a meeting like they're like, yo, you, you heard that, right? Like, <laughs> let's party homes. And they and that they did. They just marched in to the to the capital and all these different towns and stuff came out of the mountains and just, yo, it's. He's like, where y'all been? All they, this time? They, <laughs> where y'all was at? <laughs> the the Amer- American uh, the Americans gave the Taliban military some some equipment and Afghanistan, the Taliban the Afghanistan just them up. military, yeah. The, um, and the Taliban, yeah, yeah. Took, yeah. Uh, sorry, yeah. The Afghanistan mili- uh, military and the Taliban just just took it, <laughs> and it reminded me of we came from a generation that if somebody took your shit, they took your bike, and you came in. Yeah, your pops or your uncle or whoever be like, so, so then what you do? They be like, nothing. I let them take it. <laughs> like, you gonna go, gonna go back out there and go get your shit back. That's what this. <laughs> go get your shit back. And that is, this is one of them cases where it's like, yo, Taliban say, yo, nah, they came and I said, yo, I, I don't want no smoke. They said, nah, man, go go get that shit back. You making us look bad, bro. <laughs> nah, that's like getting robbed with your own gun. <laughs> that literally is getting yeah. robbed with your own gun right there. <laughs> Um, Hell yeah! Nah, it, it's a sad situation. It's nuts. I guess you know what I mean. Like it's and it, we're in a weird wait and see. Uh, Joe Biden's approval rating is the lowest it's been during his presidency, which hasn't been that long. But obviously, it's not heading to a good place. And to your point, I guess announcing it was a political like publicity play, right? It's like, hey, I'm doing yeah. a good thing. Let's add on to my approval because I'm gonna do this in a couple months. And it ended up being like, nah, the niggas is listening. <laughs> they they get news. Yeah. They get news out there too. Um, yeah, man. Nah, it, it's 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 a nutty situation. It's been a nutty couple weeks. Um, prayers for you know people stuck out there in Afghanistan. I pray, I pray that they can get everybody out safely. I don't understand how we could. Uh, I feel bad for the lives that were lost in the war that was fought there. And we got to get it together, man, America, because that's that's a wild situation. That's just a wild look. Um, and other wild government looks, man. Your man Andrew Cuomo steps down as New York governor. Um in the wake of allegations that he sexually harassed, assaulted over 11 women. Um, and that, I mean, did you see that coming, Keith? I didn't. Uh, which part of uh, the harassment or him <laughs> stepping down? <laughs> the, 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 the more women I did see coming, but now him stepping him actually, I thought he had to go kicking and screaming, to be honest with you. Yeah. Yes to both. Nah, it's, um, did I see it? I didn't see it coming. And I guess after after the, I guess the 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 type of backlash he got, I didn't expect that because a lot of times with stuff like that, if somebody you know that all that Democrat Republican stuff, like if somebody's on your side, 
you play kind of, you play cute with it. You be like, I don't know. Like, you know, let's let the thing play out. We don't know what's this and who knows what's gonna happen. So just let <laughs> you know, and just kinda stay neutral. But yeah. like all the way up to the president. Like the president not supposed to be getting into like shit like this, but he's like, nah, they, that dude gotta go. You gotta step down. Son. So when that happened, he <laughs> Yeah, and he can't I mean, as as much of a people say he a bully and stuff, as much as is all that he is, he can't do that shit without allies. Like mm-hmm. he had allies. People liked him. You know, a lot of people didn't, but the the right people liked him. Now the right people started telling him to you gotta go. So he's like, Well he can't do anything. Like there's nothing he could do. He can't run again. He can't you know, and all that's gonna happen is he's gonna get impeached. So Yeah, and that's gonna be more embarrassing. That was crazy, man. And and I, I could imagine him just like on, on his final day or whatever, just have a PowerPoint slide, but on it, like he has the video of Denzel when he was Threatening people that they'd be playing basketball in Pelican Bay or whatever. Like, I could imagine him giving, like, just showing that. Like, this is how I feel, y'all. And then just playing it and then just bounce. It's crazy, too. I guess in, like, a movie, like, the fact of the the difference um, between last year and this year. <laughs> you know what I mean? The, the 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 way he's perceived as being the hero of COVID and shit. Which could, you know, that could be mutually exclusive. You could be a scumbag. Um, that that sexually harasses women, and you could do some great things. You know, he legalized weed. He, but and you know, what I mean, like there were people that at the time when he was getting praised, they're like, "Yo, he's lying about the numbers in the nursing homes." So that had already gave him some smoke. He already had enemies, and then you can't you can't do that what you were doing, bro. And I, you know, I say that to all men. Like you you can't run yeah. with that. Like oh, this used to be the way, or that used to be cool, or grandma used to touch my face like that. So like, bro, that's not your grandkid. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's not yeah. your, 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 these aren't your associates. That's somebody's daughter. And I think he has daughters, which would be like, yo, bro, you yeah, should. Yeah, he has a few you daughters. Should, yeah, you should be sensitive to that. You wouldn't want nobody doing that to your daughter, bro. Like, come on, man. Like, you gotta, you gotta be. I get you a single man and you still got that energy, but go about it the right yeah. way. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Find you like a celebrity matchmaker or something like that. You know, powerful men. Yeah. Chris Rock said it, right? Powerful men fuck the women closest to him. Um, because you yeah. don't got time. <laughs> you know, you yeah. know what I mean? Like you, Bill Clinton. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Was that Dave Chappelle or, or Chris? I think I uh, can't remember. As <laughs> uh, Dave Chappelle, I think that's when he did the Bill Clinton. He said, "You know, get my dick sucked before my two <laughs> Yeah, okay, all right, my fault. <laughs> Apologies to Dave. But yeah, yeah I, was, I was fucking up my black <laughs> But yeah, um, no, nah, but it's true. Yeah. It's and Cornwall was. He's like, yo, I got pretty girls around me all day. But it's like, bro, you, you fucking up the, your job, like. I don't get paid what he get paid, and I ain't fucking on my job for no broad. <laughs> I was about to say, I was like, yo, at my level, I can't just be going around just not like like he like he was the savage, but like he was doing it as if like the the um the office was happy hour, like yeah, from the from the stuff that I read, like that like he wasn't cool about it. It wasn't like oh well, I happened to come by this person, we kind of hit it off. Like he was, let's say let's say like the groping, let's. Say, I'm not saying that's not true, but let's say, like, even if he didn't make it to the level of groping, just the stuff he said or like the mannerisms he had ter- towards women, it was just, it's just weird. And you should just know better. But I think we had spoken about it in private. Like, sometimes when you've been on top that long, you forget the rules. Like, mm-hmm. people let you break so many rules, and you're like, you're like, yeah, I could break this rule too. And like, that's it's, it's such a basic rule. Like, you just can't be. You can't flirt with any and everybody, and when you're that powerful, you have a a higher level of responsibility. He, he, I heard like part of the report was that he brought on a cop, like part of his like 
uh, security detail mm-hmm. because she was fine, pretty much. Oh, and started like groping her and stuff. <laughs> but that seems crazy. No, but a state trooper. Yeah, yeah. But when you got power, you probably do things like that, right? Like, and when you were just talking, it reminded me of celebrities that get in trouble for um, certain Me Too things. It's like if you were used to women kind of throwing themselves at you, you were used to every room you go into, people having a certain reverence for you who don't even know you. Who don't even know your character at any yeah. way? You start believing that shit. Be like, yeah, I'm fucking Governor Cuomo. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. Motherfuckers got fucking bumper stickers about hating on me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You start feeling yeah. it. You start, you start smelling your own shit. Like my mom would say. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> you know what I mean? And and it caught up with him. You can't. It's to the it's to the point now, right? It's to the point now where if a woman at your job starts coming on to you, you're better off avoiding it at all costs. Well, back in the day, I, I yeah. would be like, yo, live for the moment, YOLO. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right now, yeah. you just like, yo, that could fuck everything up. <laughs> uh, yeah. As a matter of fact, I had a, um, I had, it, it didn't turn to a Me Too situation, but I did have a coworker at some point where he set, started a, a text or email conversation, a relationship with a, another female at the job, and his wife got into his emails, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Mass emailed a bunch of his uh, uh, his other supervisors all their conversations. Um, he ended up having to step down from his job. <laughs> but it's like, yo, <laughs> you fucked up the bag, bro, over a chick. <laughs> over, like, what if regular people had to have press conferences? That press conference would have would have been dope. His wife would have been by his side. Uh, some things have come to light. Due to this lady back here, and uh, <laughs> I'm. Just, Stepping down effective immediately. <laughs> hey, man. The craziest thing about the Cuomo thing, not the craziest, because there's a lot of crazy shit, but one of the crazy things is, like, Elliot Spitzer must be looking at this like, yo, man, come on. My shit wasn't that bad. Like, let a, let a brother live. <laughs> I did my shit in the crib. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everything was contractual out this bitch. She didn't work with me. <laughs> Yo, in other news, have you been keeping up with the uh, the Jeopardy saga since Alex Trebek um, tragically passed away last year, Keith? I have not. Uh, I just know that a dude got fired because he had, once again, some some tweets. I think they were homophobic and racist. Yeah, not even um, tweets. He, he, he actually was doing a podcast. Like, <laughs> makes, up, makes me wonder what they're going to pull up on us. <laughs> Yeah, when I run for president, you know, and uh, he used the N word a lot. <laughs> yeah, so uh, he he was like the they're gonna host a regular show, and then Blossom was gonna host like the special shows, like yeah. Celebrity Jeopardy and stuff you, like that. You got to call him Mayim Balik in twenty twenty one because the people out there don't know who the fuck Blossom is. <laughs> and that's crazy. I'm telling my age, <laughs> like, because I read, I was like, because I read the article. Oh, Bla- um, uh, Mayim Balik. Ba- ba- from uh Big Bang. Um, what's the joint Big, Big Bang Theory <laughs> fame? And I'm like, what? I know it was a blossom, bro. He's like, this, this is the main character from Beaches. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, um, yeah, but they was they tried to like sun her, I feel like. They was like, Yeah, we're gonna give him the job, but you could do like uh certain yeah. primetime specials. <laughs> yeah. I, I like, when I think honestly, I I seen her. I didn't really see his episodes, but I, she might have been more popular than he was. But he's the executive yeah. producer. Um, also, LeVar Burton of Reading Rainbow fame, uh, you know what I'm saying, had yeah. a lot of, like, internet Talk, hype. Talking about the dude from Roots? <laughs> <laughs> I don't oh, know which, one is, which one is older, Roots or Reading Rainbow? <laughs> <laughs> 
I was gonna say Star Trek. I don't know. They all like, came out the same year. Like they all dropped the same year. <laughs> Word. We should just read different articles about LeVar Burton and see of what fame they put him in. Just to tell the age. LeVar Burton, like I did mad shit since then, nigga. Keep, keep up, nigga. <laughs> Talking about Star Trek to do with the glasses. Nah, he yo that yo for nerds like he he hits the spot he hits all points has a historical slave movie <laughs> got a reading a reading television show a fucking uh you know what I'm saying Comic Con type cult fame type you know what I'm saying uh, following <laughs> hell yeah man him uh that would have been a that would have been a big one if he got the the, the full time Jeopardy job the regular oh uh, man that would have been that would have been big for Jeopardy and just like uh another. Like another notch in the belt for just his career, Word like up. just the, all the cultural points that he hit. <laughs> He'd hit um, African American Hall of Fame. <laughs> just, yeah. yeah, he'd be like, "Yo, you made it, Levar. You did it." <laughs> well, once you do sci-fi and you hit like nerds like you, you good and like you really good. Like you get mainstream and you get nerds, and that's pretty much the entire world. <laughs> Look at Whoopi; she just she just kind of gave up after after Star Trek. Like, she did, yeah, I'll do Sister Act and then whatever. <laughs> I'll do Sister Act too. Fucking, and uh, I just stopped trying. Fucking, um, Kevin Hart trying to do Borderlands now. Is a, That's like a video game, like a huge video game. Um, He trying, uh-huh. to, get, he trying to get that nerd fame. I'm like, all right, Kev. Kev going hard too. Kev got like two talk shows on Peacock. <laughs> like, you going, Kev, should, I'm surprised he ain't go for the Jeopardy job. <laughs> like, Kevin Hart. <laughs> Oh, oh yeah, word. Only thing I, I could imagine that being too much of like a commitment for yeah. him. He can't do all the different shit that he's doing. Like Alex Trebek don't got no record label. Didn't have a record label <laughs> like that. I don't think so. Kevin Hart. Like, where does Kevin Hart find the thing? time too? He got like a, a podcast. He got like a like shit on Audible. He got yo Kevin Hart be grinding, bro. <laughs> yo, Kevin, he's everything. Exec, executive produce produce a bunch of comedies, and it's crazy. All right, but like you were explaining a few seconds ago, Mike Richards, executive producer of uh, Jeopardy, has had to step down um, after receiving the hosting job because he had a podcast uh, back in the day. You know what I'm saying? They're going to pull it up. They're going to find it. Where people find yeah. the time, I don't know. <laughs> I barely have enough time to edit yeah. my podcast. <laughs> so where people got the time <laughs> to go back and listen to this motherfucker's podcast years ago yeah. is, is amazing. But they found that he said some things. And you know he's, he's made derogatory remarks about little people. Uh, Jews, which is an automatic cancel. Um, people receiving unemployment benefits and sexist comments about women. I feel like they were reaching with the <laughs> with that one and sexist comments <laughs> about women. Um, he repeatedly used offensive uh, language and disparaged women's bodies. Damn, they gonna cancel Charles Barkley eventually for them saying <laughs> them saying Antonio comments. They gonna catch up with him for that. Word, man, that's. That's nuts. That's crazy. That, that was reaching for that. I mean, no, you can't talk about Jewish people. You can't talk about little people. I don't even like that's not cool. Like, I don't even use the term. What's the yeah. what's the is mid, midgets the derogatory term, right? Yeah. And little, the M word is the uh and little people is the the politically correct version of it. But that could be something as simple as he's from our age group and he used the term midget. <laughs> Just because yeah, that's where he grew up using the term. You know, he's not not even to be because we yeah. didn't use that offensively back in the day. It, you know what I'm saying? It just now that it, it evolved into being an offensive term because um, we discovered people didn't approve of being called that. Yeah. I mean, as far as the, the intent and, and, and calling people in and how normalized it is, I always think there was a point in my life I, uh, I thought about like, I thought about how normally we use it. You mentioned the, the M word or whatever. And for little people. And there was a time when white people were sitting around 
uh, in the South somewhere, and it had to be the South, and then sometimes in, in uh, Bensonhurst, Brooklyn, they would just be like, yeah, uh, this nigger over here uh, just has a nice car. And then the black dude was like, yo, I'm standing right here. Why are you saying that? <laughs> They're like, oh, I just call you a nigger. What? <laughs> Is this nigger not? And like that was, and like that was, so imagine like, we're saying it normally, but somebody is is um, hurt by it. Like, yeah. They were around. Yeah. Like, so if a little person was around and you say that word, they'd be like, "Oh, come on, man!" I'm like, oh, what? What is it? It's just it's just the M word. Like, what? It, it, but and it's funny too how just and 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 I don't even know if y'all ever gonna see the video that we doing for this episode out there as an audience, but just the fact that we're doing video, it like it it made me aware and conscience of people can see us and hear us. Whereas we recorded hundreds of podcasts and it's like, you're kind of in a bubble, right? Like we can say whatever the fuck we want and then kind of remember, you know what I'm saying? Like, all right, I don't, like, you know what I mean? In post-production, I don't know if we should have said that or da-da-da, we have that thing. But even at that point, something might get out because you're like, my audience hears this. It's not like someone that's going to listen to this is going to be like, damn, did Keith just use the N-word? Did Keith just make a joke about, you know what I mean? Did did he just say jip? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So it's like something like that. But like the fact that it's just another example of that comfort, that level of anything that you put out, as simple as a tweet, as simple as a picture on Instagram, or as intricate as a podcast, as, as, as intricate as a television show, it's recorded and it's saved and people will, will use it against you if they feel they can. And sometimes, like, yeah. people, people want to use shit. Like, I feel like the second they announced he got that job, and I'm sure a lot of people didn't like the fact that he went from executive producer to being host, so that makes enemies right away. People looked for a way yeah. to, disp- like, I think that's what happens now. Like, you announce some good shit happening to you. I'm hosting the Oscars. People are like, all right, well, how can we shut this down? How can we get the leak to be like, yo, he sh- maybe he shouldn't be the person because he, in 2015, he called people da-da-da. Yeah. It's crazy because it might have been somebody who liked them <laughs> that or at some point liked him to to out him like that because yeah. it was probably subscribe but they probably get the feed the shit on their feed coming <laughs> in everywhere oh word the, the dude oh, okay let me listen to this shit while I commute to work and then yo no you know that's funny you say that because it probably was like one of his like big time listeners like they let him host Jeopardy <laughs> do yeah y'all, do y'all know what he said about little people <laughs> like, yeah like this dude <laughs> I mean I laughed at it but shit like this dude like that so sometimes sometimes people like you, but they they can't. And I don't, I'm not saying this is the case, but just in regular life, like if you have a coworker, they be like, "Yeah, man, that's my dude, that's my man." Like, Yo, one of the smartest, you know, whatever job you got, like one of the smartest ones out there. Then you about to get promoted. They be like, "This dude, I was drinking with him last week. He was, <laughs> you can't believe what he was doing." We gotta stop that as a country, though, man. We gotta stop disparage. Like, I don't like not as a country, like, because like, America's the only place I have it. <laughs> as like just as yeah. human beings, we just gotta stop doing that shit. Like, I, I hate that. Like, that's just it's just so much hate, bro. Like, be happy for yeah. the next, for the next. I mean, if he's a fucked up individual, then yeah, call him out. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. But it's like it's, I just there's so much. Hate. And then the old shit. It's like for what year was this, bro? Like, are we not allowed to evolve? Are you not allowed to be a scumbag in 2012 and then want to better your life in 2021? <laughs> yeah, I think they got you got to just give people more grace. But you know what? You know what? The dude was like, I don't want to deal with this shit. He still has his job as executive he does producer, still have so it's not like <laughs> it wasn't like a career ending. It was just like, all right, man, I was just doing the Japanese shit for fun. But I, right, a, I don't, don't want to deal with this shit. I'm taking a pay cut. Like, what are y'all talking about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, word. <laughs> Yo, no, nah, that's funny. That that and people are a little mad about that. But like, it's but. And maybe he, he did have the opportunity. I'm not going to say that he didn't have it, but I feel like, like you just said, we got to give people some grace to just be like, yo, 
I'm sorry. I messed up. I wasn't the person I was now. Um, yeah. We also got to understand, too, there was a point in time when saying wild shit on Twitter was the way you got people to follow you on Twitter. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like, there. you know what I mean? Like, if, if I was held responsible for everything I've ever posted on Facebook, which I might be at some point... You're going to see some shit. Yeah. You're going to see a lot of out-of-context out song lyrics that make no sense that I probably only get away with <laughs> because I'm black. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But you're going to be like, oh, it was yeah. misogynist or it was sexist. or it was. You know what I'm saying? I'll let y'all know that now. Yeah. And when it comes out, I'm playing this audio. <laughs> y'all know that I've seen it coming. I put the disclaimer out there. Y'all check the box Word and up. click submit so y'all know. But nah, it's like, nah, like if you're a scumbag, get called out for it. But to your point, Keith, we do have at some point have to like end the cancel of it and let people be like yo I was wrong give me another chance and if I mess up again then then I will step down then you know yeah. what I mean boot me out of this out of this position and by the way he's hiring the next dude like it's 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 such a the ga- the gamesmanship of it is like he didn't want to deal with the shit so he stepped out of the public role but he's still hiring the next person that <laughs> that's about to do it which is which is Funny, I, and I don't know what to think of it beyond that. It's just a, a funny situation. He's a true Jeopardy champion. <laughs> yeah, that is a je- that's the true Ken Ken Star, whatever the dude name is that, that champion. Like he's he lost the hosting job because he didn't he didn't even feel like doing. It. He's like, man, this is too hard. I'm gonna go back to hire the dude who's gonna do it. <laughs> Ken Star is like, well played, well played. <laughs> Word. I think Ken Starr is a dude who, who investigated Clinton for the and had it in the dick up with woman two thirty. Ken, it's Ken. I'm about to say Ken Burns, but he's the dude who be doing Vietnam documentaries. Oh man, it's Ken, Ken Jennings. Oh, Ken Jennings. Boy. It's Ken Jennings. Ken Jennings. Yeah, yeah, that dude. Yeah. Ken Starr is like well played too. To say, oh, Ken Starr is like damn. I couldn't take this nigga. Nigga smarter than Bill. <laughs> Word. Nah, man, Keith, it's that time, my favorite time of the show, where we get into my favorite segment called Have You Heard? I hear headlines this week, or, you know, in the past week, I don't know when we recorded, and I'll ask Keith, <laughs> have you heard them? First up, Keith, you hear July 2021 was the hottest month ever in recorded history. Nah, I, I didn't hear that. But given my AC bill, the like, electricity <laughs> bill was wild. <laughs> so well, you, you I believe moved, that. You moved and you had yeah. what, a one-month-old in the month of July. So I know that heat had to kick your ass at some point. <laughs> well, the thing is that it didn't kick my ass, but it cost a lot for it not to kick my ass. <laughs> also, I didn't spend a lot of time outdoors, partially because the one-year-old and partially because the heat. Yeah. But, oh, but I, I think... um. Like Washington State had that wild heat wave mm-hmm. or some shit like that. And Washington don't get no type of wave of any kind of weather. It's just rain and it's just like middle weather. Mm-hmm. Like when Stringer Bell, and he's like, yo, y'all niggas is like 40 degree days out there. <laughs> like it's just, that. that's Washington State, bro. Yo, I was surprised. <laughs> like people don't have air conditioners. Why wouldn't you just have one to have one? But then it probably makes your house colder. <laughs> just to have it yeah. like sitting in the window or whatever, but I'm like, damn, like I don't like they were like people don't even own ACs out there, so for them to be getting that type of weather was nuts. And I'm like, the high is 80, and the, the humidity is whatever. You could just hit that with a fan. Yeah, probably. Yeah, you're right. Like, so like it, it ain't like it ain't like New York, like 
it gets down to 12 degrees and 10 degrees. Then it, it could go up to 90 degrees with 90% humidity. Yo, yo, I need an AC. I cannot survive without one. Well, wasn't there, it's, like, it's 80 degrees. Wasn't that I'm going to just use a fan, my nigga. Wasn't that the issue that, that Texas was facing in the wintertime when they was having them extreme cold? Like, people didn't even really have, like, heating systems that were built the other for that, way around. Right? Yeah, yeah. That's, that's yeah, nuts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because if it gets down to... If if it at the coldest it gets is fifty degrees or sixty degrees, you're like, man, fuck that. Just put a little space heater in the corner. We'll just plug it out when the night is done. <laughs> now I feel like I got dehydrated in July. I feel like um, I was I started a new job and it was I went from having like an office job to being on my feet. Um, so I definitely yeah. had to like you know drink a lot more water. Um, actually I was working out a lot too in in the month of July, um, which probably helped because <laughs> I was sweat, sweating like a yeah. mug. But um. Yeah, there was Asia was the hottest July ever out there. Um, Europe had its second warmest July. North America had its sixth hottest July ever. It's I mean, and you know, July is historically hot, but we we hit some next levels. Yeah, it was it was crazy, man. Yeah, man. Keith, have you heard? Samsung Galaxy phones can now store COVID vaccination proof in the Samsung Pay app. I have not heard that, but let me tell you what I do know. I, I've had um, I've had two Samsung Galaxies throughout my phone history. Okay. The the, the most recent one I've owned only for like a month or two, and I said fuck that. I can't because Samsung is known for just having a whole bunch of fucking features that it's like, yo, man, like I don't need. I, I paid three thousand dollars for this phone, and I don't need no shit that could tell my temperature and this and that, like. So the the vaccine app, I guess, is kind of useful, but is it the only? Do other phones not have this? Not built into like, so I guess the Samsung Pay app is kind of like your wallet. Like you have iPhone, right? So it'd be like the wallet yeah. in your iPhone. I guess no other phone provider has that built into their wallet app. Um, and I guess it's of significance because you you live in New Jersey. Um, New York is now requiring. Uh, what vaccination proof to get into like certain restaurants, bars, and gyms, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I guess it just makes it an easy way to pull up. You know, it's a verifiable way. It's you know, what I mean, it's official. Um, I haven't heard anything from do- about iOS having. It's anything. dope, but it, no one gives a shit until until the iPhone gets. It. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, that, you're right. That's though. what it is. You're right. That's what. Yeah, <laughs> I got a little upgrade coming up myself. <laughs> yeah. Um, nah, but um, it that that second part of what I mentioned about the places requiring that. How do you feel about that? Like. Um, I mean, you are a vaccinated person, so I guess you're on the cool tide of it. <laughs> but, but I mean, I think that's that's I didn't I didn't know we'd hit that level so soon of them requiring actual uh, proof of vaccination to get in to get just entry. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I think it's it's to to be done with this pandemic and get through the rest of it safely, or even before should that in theory. You'd be, a lot of shit should be shutting down, showing proof of testing or, or vaccination or whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's in, in in theory. But the truth is, American society just won't allow for that type of thing. So New York telling a restaurant, yo, you need to, at least the city, I don't know what it's like in the rest of the state, but uh, saying, oh, to get into a restaurant or a gym or something, you need to show vaccination or a negative test. That's a tough. That's t- a tough for a business because you're automatically saying, "All right, well, these are your customers, and we're automatically chopping away a a, a certain portion of your mm-hmm. clientele." It's not necessarily all that easy to get a test, and if you just don't feel like getting vaccination, or you don't have access to vaccination, or whatever, or you just medically couldn't, or whatever it is, then you can't go, and therefore those businesses suffer. I think 
Listen, there's always a cost with regulation, or sometimes we're taking away regulation. So, like, in Florida, it's all the way around. He regulated, the governor regulated for people not to do masking and all that stuff. You get punished. Like, that's a regulation. (laughs) Yeah, you get punished. That's a regulation. And people pay for that because it's like, well, I would would like to, I'm responsible for this little piece of whatever, whether it's a city or a school or whatever, and you're not giving me the power to do my thing to get my little piece of the world straight. So it, it it's tough, man. I it's hard being listen. It's hard. It's hard being them politicians. Like it's it, on on paper, it's necessary. All this shit is necessary. Like if we do all this stuff, we will get through this pandemic a lot quicker. That's how I view it. But American life, like we need to go to the gym. People are going nuts. Kids need to go to school. Mm-hmm. So and kids are being affected more by this Delta yeah. variant. So which makes the the second part of what you said, the Florida um, requiring or, or punishing schools for trying to mandate masks, where uh, you see infection rates going up across the country with children in the ICUs. It, it's really scary. My kids go about to go to school in like three weeks. I'm a little nervous about where that can lead. You know what I mean? Um, and on the yeah. other hand, it, you know, it, we might require as much as I don't want regulation, as much as I don't want shit to, to go back to what it was. You know what I mean? Like, I like the fact of being able to go to a restaurant. I like the fact of being able to experience certain things. That's a little scary that we might be back there once again in the fall. Um, yeah. I don't mind wearing a mask. I'm not gonna lie. Like I was, they they brought back mask at my job. They you know they were a little lax with it and said if you know if you're vaccinated you wear this little rubber band and you don't gotta wear the mask. They brought the mask back for everybody, which I feel was safer. I was doing it before they brought it back. Um, I wear the mask in Walmart and the local supermarket because I just want to protect myself. Most around a kid that's not vaccinated. You know what I'm saying? So right. um, I I do that out you know out of just personal responsibility. But I do feel a little. I feel like the other. <laughs> you know what I'm saying I feel like I'm getting judged in, But I, I gotta protect my neck <laughs> You know what I mean I gotta do what I gotta do um, So yeah It's a catch 22 It really is It's, 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 it's difficult um, But in, in defense of the politicians Which a lot of people don't do They never dealt with this before This is un, uncharted waters Despite the, the year and a half That we've been through already It's still uncharted water And um, we're going into our second fall Dealing with COVID And instead of us A lot of people say this Instead of us going back to normal it's adapting to the new normal. How well can your mental right. take take on this is how Christmases and Thanksgivings and Halloweens are now going to be spent. You know what I mean? And yes, it's annoying. You might have to go get another shot that might make you sick for a day. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's yeah. everything is just like, how well can your mind adapt to these little minor annoyances? You know what I mean? And without being like, fuck, I just want to go back. <laughs> oh man keith have you heard and this is more of a uh sending our thoughts and prayers out but uh haiti was hitting uh with a earthquake followed up by a tropical storm um right after which made uh rescue efforts very difficult um after the her- the the earthquake um they were struck on august 14th uh with a 7.2 earthquake um and then on august 16th Tropical Depression Grace uh, hit their country and it, 10 to 15 um, inches of rain fell on them, which is, you know, while experiencing something already yeah. uh, tragic, having to deal with that on top of it is just a whole nother headache doesn't and, even and give it mention, justice. Yeah. And not to mention just the instability in the government. I mean, they just had their, uh, the, the, the country's leader was assassinated. Yeah, brutally. That's a, yeah, right, right, yeah. right, right behind that. Like, that's... Yeah, that's a rough... Bananas. Summer. And, like, they, they've always had a... Uh, the government, at least, always had, like, a, a, a atmosphere of corruption and all this different type of instability stuff. 
it's just I, I can't imagine, man. I, I don't I don't really know anyone in Haiti right now. I don't I I've never been there. I can't imagine what it's like to experience it on a day to day. All I know is that this has to make life extremely difficult. Like people dying. Your government's not working the way it's supposed to because, you know, it's being shaken up by by an assassination. Uh, two natural dis- disasters on right back to back. And then, and that's not to mention that that other earthquake from years ago, which they, they haven't come back 100% from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I forgot so about like, that one. Yeah, you're right. To be set back like that, it's, it's devastating, man. It, it's really a sad story. No, nah, definitely. But it related, Naomi Osaka, I think, is committed to um, donating her money from whatever next tournament she got mm-hmm. to to the relief efforts in Haiti. She um, broke down this week during a press conference, which was actually her first press conference like uh, since she's um, expressed uncomf- uh, a bit of, of discomfort with having to do them. Um, she's back with her yeah. first one, and she actually broke down when asked about Haiti um, this week because her father is from Haiti. Um, and, like, and as you, you, you just said, she's donating... Um, her winnings from the next two tournaments um, to that, which is awesome on her part. Um, it, it, it's, it's hard, bro. You can't. And the crazy thing about it is hard to even imagine it. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's so much going on in the world, right? We got people in Afghanistan. You just said there's a heat wave in the Midwest. And it's like, you know, like the U S now has to like go give aid to, to Haiti, but you have to, because it's like, this shit sucks. Like it's humanitarian, right? It's like, you have to help out yeah. other people. Like it's cause we can't even imagine or fathom what that would be like over here. You know what I'm saying? It's like, that's a huge earthquake. That's nuts, bro. And they don't have the infrastructure that we have. You know what I'm saying? And um, I grew up in a neighborhood where Haitian people lived. I went to a church that the, the, the priest was Haitian. You know what I'm saying? So I've been in 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 that neighborhood and that in that community and I you know what I mean I thought some they 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 they're very tight knit. They you know what I'm saying? They they're very connected to their people back home and um you gotta send, I gotta send thoughts and prayers out to him because it sucks. Yeah. Um, but Keith, have you heard? The Atlanta Falcons are the first fully vaccinated football team in the NFL. Did I hear that? Nah, I, I haven't heard that. One hundred percent vaccinated. Every player, um, on the Atlanta Falcons, which now basically gives them the right to um. They don't have to do anything really like they're not really prohibited. They can eat together. They don't have to be separated. They don't even have. To, I don't think they even have to wear masks. To be honest, um, they don't have to quarantine if one of them ends up getting it, which I don't even know how that makes sense. <laughs> but just yeah. as a way to just <laughs> make everybody, uh, you know, get on board. I guess we're getting uh, they're vaccinated. Um, and Atlanta um, has always been a head scratcher with like how you know what I mean the the city of Atlanta <laughs> with like how their numbers ain't going through the roof, but for some reason people don't seem to be wearing masks out there and doing stuff. But I mean, shout out to the Atlanta Falcons for being trendsetters of get, being the first team to be uh, fully vaccinated. That's that's huge. Are you, are you excited for the football season coming back? I was watching some preseason last night. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I am. You know what I'm saying? Football is always exciting because mm-hmm. it's something I think everyone could get around. Like. I can't watch basketball with anybody. I can't watch UFC with anybody because not everybody likes it. Football, everybody could at least sit and watch it and just kind of, even if they don't know what's going on, they're like, oh, wow, this guy just, wait, oh, this guy just got knocked out? Okay, I understand that. This guy just lost his consciousness. But, like, basketball, it's like, oh, I don't know, this three-man weave and this, you know what I'm saying? So I'm excited for that that fellowship that, that football brings and excitement. And something to do every Sunday. It's kind of like a, an, another church. 
Yeah, it brings people together, right? Like, cause even in our, in our yeah. text, uh, in our text group, um, that we have on the phone, like, we'll be like, oh, yo, did you see that play? Or you see what's his name get did that injury or da da da? Like, it brings us a, another reason to fellowship and come together. Like you said, um, yeah, I think it's funny how like um, I haven't really been watching much ESPN or Fox Sports in the past couple of weeks since basketball ended. Um, but it's funny like how ESPN is like marketing the. Uh, the preseason, like they they're trying to make it exciting with the, like like old quarterback battles or people fighting over stuff. Yeah. Like, yo, that's good marketing over there. They know what they're doing. Jameis yeah. Winston versus Taysom Hill. I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like both these niggas is gonna make the team. What are y'all talking about? <laughs> the, the the only thing that I, I don't like about the football season is that um, I don't like the commentating on football because my opinion is that everyone that's interesting, like the personalities that are interesting, their specialty is basketball okay. or. Well, mostly basketball, a little bit of football. A lot of the football guys, they're not as interesting to me. Some of them are pretty. I kind of like Keyshawn Johnson and you know Michael Strahan, but for the most, you know, they're standouts. Yeah. But um, yeah. So Stephen A. Smith, uh, sometimes he doesn't know what he's talking about. I heard Chris <laughs> Broussard talking about football. I mean, it's cool that of course you know they're they're professionals and they know their their, their craft, but basketball is that thing. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I haven't had Sundays off in uh, a while, so I'm actually really looking forward to it myself. Um, well, that's an interesting experience for, for for you. Like you just worked on Sunday for years and years. Like I guess at this point, I took it for granted. When I used to work weekends, like the when I, the job I had where I worked weekends, I had to work one weekend a month. So uh, I guess it wasn't as bad as as your deal. <laughs> that pain, like fo- football was on. Yeah, exactly. But, it's you know, on at work, but I can't just sit here and watch it. You know what I mean? And, and fucking um, like sit down and enjoy it. You know what I mean? I'm getting like five minutes at a time, ten minutes at a time. It's like at that point you like fucking. Yeah. I'm not even interested. Um, but no, I am geeked. out. like yeah. I bought Madden, <laughs> got a free football too, because I pre-ordered. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like yeah. I'll be, but but I, my I got this. I buy video games for some reason. I just never find the time to like sit down and play. So that's my little like. All right, I'm gonna dedicate some time to me. And just get back into Madden and 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 do a little something just to see you know hopefully hopefully it happens. Is it free football? Is it one of the, like the the official leather ones? Or nah, some nerf. It's a nerf. That... It's a, yeah, it's a nerf. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. You said a free football, man. I, I thought that at least one something you could throw around with somebody. Nah, nah, nah. It's, it's something you could throw up in the air while watching <laughs> while watching football. Uh, and you, you won't can squeeze you won't, it and shit. Yeah, yeah. You won't you won't um knock your eye out, but <laughs> if if you yeah. if you fuck up the catch, um, it's cuddly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Keith, have you heard um, Kat Zingano of UFC fame is suing Halle Berry, actor Halle Berry, uh, actor director Halle Berry, actually. Um, what I can't, why, why do we know Kat Zingano's name? Did she fight um, Ronda Rousey? <laughs> I'm trying to think. Kat like, Zingano. Yeah. Did she fight Ronda? Yeah, she did fight Ronda. Okay. She got beat by Ronda Rousey in 14 seconds. <laughs> All right. Okay. That's why I'm like. <laughs> that, that's why we know. <laughs> I'm like, why do I know Kat Zingano? I knew, but when I heard the name, I was like, yo, I know Kat Zingano. Because I think she was going to, like, they was like, oh, she got to give Ronda some competition. And Ronda was like, no, she's not. <laughs> and, gave, you know, gave her the business in 14 seconds um, before her fall from grace. But Kat Zingano basically is suing Halle Berry because Halle Berry is producing a movie called Bruised. Um, it's about um, MMA fighters. And she yeah. thought that Zingano would be the perfect uh, actor for one of her roles. She um, pretty much promised to give her the role and um, subsequently led to 
uh, Kat Zingano turning down a big UFC fight because Halle Berry's um, advice of, no, we want to keep you ready uh, for filming. Um, so turned down some money, turned down a role, and was actually eventually dropped from the UFC. Um, um, just to be told by Halle Berry that she can no longer be part of the project because um, only UFC fighters could participate. <laughs> um, so she's now um, suing Halle Berry um, for, for damages, saying that she not only missed out on a fight um, that would have been great for her career, but now she's also out of a movie role. Which I don't, can Damn, you do that? Agent, yeah, right. <laughs> can you can do, you do it? Uh, you probably could, but it's, I feel as if like you need some kind of agent or a lawyer or something like working that out for you. What the? F- that but sounds you, like some shit she looked at herself and didn't like run it past professionals. Yeah, because to me, right, if you if you if you known for being an MMA fighter, right, you're not known for being an actor. Get the MMA money, and if they really want you, they're gonna keep you here. Especially if you win. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, yeah. why would you turn down what you know how to do, what you've been training to do, what you know is a moneymaker for you for a possible, you know what I'm saying? And um, to me, you know what I'm saying? Granted, if Halle Berry is like, don't do it, you might be like, all right, bet. Like, all right. I, I, she ain't know she was going to get dropped from UFC. She ain't know all that was going to happen. But still, it's like, nah, if, this what you, if you want me for doing this, this is what I do. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. a lot of people have fallen from grace trying to do shit that outside of what they gotten great for, um, and then try only to end up, you know what I mean, suffering because of it. Um, but just in general, I'm just like, damn, that's 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 next level shit. <laughs> that's uh you can sue anybody for anything, apparently, right now. Um I don't think Hallie's yeah. I don't think Hallie's in the wrong for that either. Like it's she's not your agent. She has no unless something's on paper, she has no like uh right to it. and then if contractually she can only hire UFC fighters she can't hire Bellator or other fighters then her hands are tied because the paperwork got fucked up on your end <laughs> you know what I mean so I don't know that's a messy situation hell yeah yeah that's why you need you, you need a, a lawyer man I've, and like you said a good agent you know yeah thoughts and prayers to, to Zangano man because <laughs> she out of two jobs <laughs> I think she getting Bellator money she might be right. she's got she's got she's got to win Win, baby, win. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, that's another episode in the books, Keith. Uh, where can people find you at on social media, my brother? Instagram, me and my underscore 35. Awesome, awesome. You can find your boy DJ Playboy on Instagram, at Plickapeezy, P-L-I-C-C-A-P-E-E-Z-Y. Also catch Perfect Talk Podcast on Instagram, at Perfect Talk Radio. Um, you can catch... Every, I'm oh, sorry, you could catch our website, www.perfecttalkpodcast.com. Every episode of the Perfect Talk Podcast right there, along with my radio shows, The Night Shift, and, per, and Money Talks Radio that I do with my dog, DJ Show. Shout out to DJ Show. Um, every episode of Perfect Talk Podcast available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, um, iHeartRadio, uh, Spotify, just wherever your local podcast is sold. Get on there, leave a review, leave a rating, help us get up that algorithm because we you know we're trying to get our numbers up out here in these streets. Um, Keith, what are you watching on television nowadays, brother? Ted Lasso. Uh, it's on, that's uh, on Apple, uh, Apple, TV, Apple right? TV Plus. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, man. I, I still got this free trial. It's expiring next month. So I'm just trying to squeeze out this last bit of Apple TV. Damn, how many honest, months did you get free? Uh, last year they were doing a thing. If you bought an iPhone, you get a year for free. Oh, okay. I got you. Mm. Yeah. So mm. I bought the, the, the last year is when I bought my iPhone. 
uh, last September, so it's about to expire in a little I, bit. I'm about to go for an upgrade. I'm about to be like, yo, I got any specials going on? Like, I get, <laughs> can I get Disney Plus for free on this video? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, Apple TV Plus is all right, but it's, it's just nothing that, you know, like, the certain shows that's like, yo, everybody runs to, like, yo, man, you you saw Falcon and the Winter Soldier or whatever? Oh, uh, you ain't see that shit? Like, that type of shit? Mm-hmm. Apple TV Plus don't really got that. But it has solid shows and solid movies. Like, I watched a joint with Justin Timberlake. That was a solid movie. Okay. There's some joint with Tom Holland. So, Ted Lasso is with uh, Jason Sudeikis, where he plays a American football coach that that's hired to lead a football club, a soccer club, mm. in the UK somewhere. So, and he's some, whatever. It's a good show, man. It's funny. It's uh, I, I definitely suggest it. I don't suggest getting Apple TV Plus for it, but if you have it, you, watch de- it. you definitely gotta watch it. Yeah. Gotcha. Who's your cell phone provider? Uh, T-Mobile. T-Mobile, okay. Yeah, because AT and T, they yeah. talk about yeah, they do the same deals for new customers and existing customers. I'm about to be like, yo, what y'all got for the new customers? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, show, y'all, y'all gotta show me that love too. Um, but yeah, yeah. man. Great doing the episode with you, Keith. Um, peace and blessings over there. Stay healthy. Stay COVID-free, man. And uh, say goodbye to the people, dog. Peace. Peace.